Each day we get hundreds of questions from our clients and other small and mid-sized business owners about some of the most common HR issues. We figured if they have those questions, you might too. Let's provide a lifeline and share our answers to some of the most common scenarios. This is HR Rescue with your host, Jenny Stone. It is too early to know the full implications of the coronavirus pandemic, but most experts are in agreement that the economy is headed for a serious downturn. Proactive advanced planning can help businesses weather the worst of the storm while preserving as many jobs as possible. A recession is a difficult time for an employer, both financially and emotionally. When hard choices need to be made that affect the lives of many people, a head-in-the-sand approach serves neither the business nor the employees. Here are five practical steps businesses can take to reduce cost, maximize opportunities, and ensure all resources are used to maximum effect in preparation for a possible recession. Step one, consider the business broadly. It can be difficult to do big picture thinking and planning in the middle of a crisis, but it is vital. Employers need to project as accurately as possible where the business is heading a few weeks, months, and years down the road. This involves looking both at customer demand and also key revenue drivers. Less profitable subsidiaries and product or service lines may need to be put on hold or shuttered, while others could be expected to hold steady or even expand. Some businesses may also be able to pivot in a new direction, either temporarily or permanently. Many upscale restaurants, for example, are now paying the bills using a model few would have predicted even three months ago, delivery and curbside pickup. While it's generally a good idea to focus on core strategies and competencies, what does a business do really well and what brings in the most consistent revenue? Creative thinking is a great asset in the lead up to a recession. Additionally, businesses that can diversify their offerings and serve a broader array of clients are less vulnerable to industry-specific slowdowns. Step two, examine supply chains and talent streams. The best recession plan in the world is of no use if a business cannot obtain the needed resources or people to implement it. Given the global nature of COVID-19, employers need to assess the financial stability of their suppliers, as well as the risk of disruption to suppliers' operations. Similarly, while some employers may be facing a glut of potential talent, others may not be able to hire the people they need in either short or long term. One small bit of good news, as the world increasingly turns to remote workforce model in response to the coronavirus crisis, job seekers who were once geographically out of reach may now be viable candidates. Now more than ever, employers should be looking to leverage online job ads, virtual recruiting and hiring, and online onboarding and training. Step three, take a good hard look at costs and cash flow. Many businesses have room to spare at least some costs during these tight times. Here are some places to look. Discretionary expenses. This is a broad category that can include office supplies, reimbursement of certain employee expenses, per diems, and discretionary bonuses. Any policy changes related to employee expenses should be applied going forward and should not retroactively affect money employees have already spent. Office space. The current pandemic has forced many employees to work at home for the time being, and some companies are likely to keep this arrangement in place indefinitely in order to save on office rent and expenses. Invoices. Organizations with cash flow issues should ensure that invoices are paid close to the due date rather than immediately upon receipt. Vendors and contractors. It may be possible to eliminate some tasks and bring others in-house using existing staff. 
replacing some full-time employees with freelancers. While this can be an effective strategy, employers must be careful to ensure that freelancers are not actually misclassified employees, a common and costly mistake. Training. During the COVID-19 pandemic and in the future, consider on-site and online training options to keep employees' skills sharp while reducing travel costs. Marketing. Marketing expenses can be cut back somewhat during a business slowdown, but employers should not cut back too much here or there will be no new business when the company is ready to ramp back up again. Step four, review job functions. Before and during a recession, employers need to take a close look at which jobs are essential and what these jobs cost. But measuring jobs and pay, internally or externally, based on titles alone, or on a superficial understanding of a job or role, is destined to fail. The single most important aspect of efficient grading or leveling of jobs is to know the key content, essential functions, and job-related qualification requirements of the job or role being graded and of any other jobs or roles in the organization that are identical, effectively the same, or similar. Employers should exercise caution when applying a lower or higher grade to a pay range to a new position that is effectively the same in terms of essential functions and other critical content characteristics to an existing position that is currently staffed. Filling the new position with a person who is in a different demographic class from the encumbered position may run afoul of the law unless there is a justifiable business reason necessary for the disparate grading. Examples of justifiable business necessities include the inability of the employer to pay the higher grades pay range or favorable labor market conditions that permit the employer to hire talent at a lower pay range. During a recession, the labor market can become glutted. This means employers may reclassify jobs to a lower pay grade, yet still pay market value for a given job. To protect against legal problems as well as union or employee complaints or morale issues, an employer needs to understand all of the key ramifications in pricing its jobs. Job analysis, knowing the key content of its jobs, help indicate situations in which caution is advised. Step 5. Consider all alternatives for reducing headcount. During a recession, all options are on the table, including employee furloughs, layoffs, and workplace closures. Economic conditions and government mandates may require an employer to significantly decrease or even cease business operations altogether. While some employers may not be able to avoid permanent layoffs during a recession, others may wish to explore temporary layoffs or other stopgap measures in the interest of keeping as many employees on the payroll as possible. Employee retention should be a top priority for employers even during challenging times. Often employees show their true value to the organization during emergent circumstances. Here are a few options to consider. Hiring freezes. Hiring freezes should affect non-essential positions. This will allow an employer to restructure operations as needed with its current staff. Hiring freezes may be done in conjunction with a number of actions, including reductions in compensation and benefits and changes in a flexible work arrangement. Ensure that managers with hiring authority understand the greater plan. Often individual managers may seek to continue hiring even though a freeze is in effect, for example, by hiring temporary workers or interns instead. Hiring freezes may entail pulling recent offers to new job candidates. This should be done in a legal and sensitive way. Adjustments to compensation and benefits. While a reduction in salary and benefits is not always the most popular workplace change, an employer should consider these steps in an effort to avoid a temporary or permanent layoff. Salary freezes, 
bonus or pension freezes, salary rollbacks, and benefit decreases, such as elimination of fringe benefits or 401k matching. It may be necessary to revisit the organization's benefit strategy in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. Flexible working arrangements. Job sharing involves transitioning full-time employees to part-time employees who then share one full-time position. Usually a full-time position is divided equally between two job sharers, although more than two employees may share one job. Job sharing works best when the employees communicate well with one another regarding the status of any particular project. The practice remains a viable option for employers when providing services to clients, customers, or contacts. Scheduling adjustments. Reductions in hours or shifts for employees may be one way to avoid temporary layoffs. In addition, an employer may consider scheduling employees on an alternate shift to reduce the number of employees in the workplace while complying with social distancing recommendations or requirements. Temporary furloughs or layoffs. Consider a temporary layoff or furlough if an employee cannot work safely from home, if it is an administrative challenge for a non-exempt hourly employee to work from home, or if business conditions otherwise warrant laying off employees temporarily. A furlough generally means that employees take unpaid or partially paid time off for various periods of time. Generally, the employee will either have a scheduled furlough period or be subject to callback rights. Benefits usually continue during a furlough period while pay is decreased or eliminated. An employer should also consider all paid leave laws that apply. A furlough is assumed to be temporary, both employer and employee expected to end. Sometimes a law treats a furlough as a termination, even if it's meant to be temporary. Indefinite furloughs or furloughs that last more than 10 days may be treated as a permanent layoff for unemployment benefit or termination notice and pay periods. Even during exigent circumstances, ensure that the EEO disparate impact analysis has been conducted. When deciding whom to furlough and whom to allow to work remotely, for example, ensure that these decisions are based on legitimate business reasons. When the crisis passes, an employer may need to justify that its decisions were not based on discriminatory, retaliatory, or otherwise unlawful reasons. Permanent layoffs or RIFs. Employers confronting the need for mass layoffs and furloughs as a result of the coronavirus pandemic must consider whether the Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification, WARN, Act applies to these layoffs, and if it does, provide the required WARN notices as soon as practical. Fortunately, there are exceptions to the WARN Act that apply to extraordinary circumstances that many businesses are facing as a result of the COVID-19 emergency. Other workforce reduction arrangements. Employers should explore all possible ways to reduce the workforce spend while retraining the most desirable productive employees. These options include selective performance-based terminations that are carefully documented through performance reviews and performance improvement plans. Voluntary attrition programs, employees voluntarily accepting a layoff or early retirement, generally for a set dollar amount. Eliminating contract and temporary employees. And identifying other employees in anticipation of a reduction in force. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the HR Rescue Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review. The HR Rescue Podcast is made possible by HR Shield, the firm consulting group of Tampa, and your host, Jenny Stone. Here we go! This podcast was recorded in Tampa, Florida and Greenville, South Carolina, and was produced by Lonnie West at LRW Media Studios. Find us in your favorite podcast app or online at hr-rescue.com.